queens, how are y'all doing tonight? Once again, I am your host and steward, Shatoya Perry. I am here with my phenomenal first lady who happens to be my big sister. Is she a doctor, y'all? I'm so happy <laughs> she's making it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So for those who may see this on my personal page, this is my podcast. This is called Queen. You were built for this. This is a Christian podcast that empowers and helps women grow and learn who they are in God. Who does God say that you are? Um, and so this is something that God put on my heart. It's coming to my personal page. I'm going to share it to my podcast page. But feel free to join us and watch and have a good time so we're doing a series right now this is going to be the fourth and final installment to this particular series it's on self-sabotage mm -hmm. okay so i had an episode where i had another one of my sisters in christ tatiana she joined me in a wonderful lady that god put me in connection with name is danielle and we got to talking of well, it started with me talking to Danielle first about self-sabotage. And it just kind of went from there. And so they both gave us some great tips on self-sabotage. How does it look? How do you help others? Um, what to look for? And because it's not always easy to see the signs of self-sabotage, especially when you don't understand what it is. So First and foremost, self-sabotage is a self-destructive behavior that leads to negative outcomes for oneself. It can manifest in many different forms, including self-harm, um, career self-sabotage, self-destruction of relationships, self-destruction of health, um, and it that includes is not limited to it also includes physical logical problems negative experiences from your past past that helps with the um the patterns that causes self-sabotage and perception issues mm -hmm. okay and so because we know that things also have a, a natural or a human side to things and there's also a spiritual side of things. Yes. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight is how does that affect us as leaders in the church or even lay people in the church? Because it does as an outcome on how we respond, how we grow um, our mindsets and everything like that. And I actually kind of love the topic in itself. I probably wouldn't have thought about it on the level of self-sabotage. But it's one of the things that my pastor teaches us about, mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have the title of self-sabotage, right? but it's thinking about who we are as kings and queens, mm -hmm. and how God has called us to be the head and not the tail, how yeah. he's called us to be, um, to, to be business owners and mm -hmm. to not just settle for less. So I wanted to ask my first lady, Dr. Hodge, what are some of the areas that she's seen and how are ways that we can how what are ways that we can acknowledge it so that we can know it um acknowledge it because one you have to acknowledge it in order to to grow from it and to right. learn and to be healed from it you can't just be like okay heal me and you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> that is something you need to be <laughs> you don't even know that you're going through it right. and then the other is after you've acknowledged it learning the steps that you can take and mm -hmm. we've learned some some awesome steps um from miss danielle who is a licensed clinical psychologist and even from tatiana who is a um life coach a health um yeah life coach so we've learned some areas in those aspects which is you can journal write down in that journal um the thoughts that you have towards yourself that are positive versus the thoughts that you have towards yourself that are negative um and then kind of tally them up as you kind of get an idea of the direction that you kind of need to go in the areas that you need help in and 
they did a great job of helping us understand that it's okay to seek help. That's one of the things that I'm very, very adamant about that we understand that, especially as a black culture, there is nothing wrong with getting help from a professional. It's, it's really not anything wrong with it. You need somebody that's going to be unbiased, that's going to help you see things from a different perspective. And when you're constantly in the situation and you're constantly surrounded by the same people in the same environment that helped you to have those behaviors and those patterns, you're not going to get the response that you need in order to grow. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like knowing that you need to grow and you capsize them because mm -hmm. you're still surrounded by the same things. So. Amen. So I, I think that first recognition is vitally important. Like you have to know you have a problem. You know, you have to know that is going on or you're not you're not going to think that there's anything that needs to be fixed. And so you have to know that you have a problem. You have to know, hey, I am hurting myself. You know, um, it reminds me of that song. And, you know, I love music. I love gospel music. So I'm going to always have a song that goes with it. Um, but it reminds me of the song that Donald Lawrence recently came out with, um, where he has Leandria singing lead on it. And it's like, you know, um, Lord deliver me because all I do is hurt me. Yeah. Right. And so that's what happens when you're a self-saboteur It's you're your own worst enemy. You're not the person you're not looking at who's outside trying to affect you or harm you but you're harming you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to recognize that you have a problem, that this is the issue. You can't pass the buck. You can't say it's his fault, her fault, their fault, the man always keeping me down, you know, that type of thing. You, right. you just, because at some point, and that's not to, that's not to downplay any, any uh, systemic racism. That's not to downplay that. Um, but at some point, for some of the things in your life, you need to say, hey, yeah, that was my fault. I, I did that to myself. I missed that opportunity. Um, one of the um, behaviors of a self-saboteur can be procrastination. And so you're like, I missed that opportunity. It's not, oh, this person didn't call me when they said or this. If you want, you know how you are when you want to go after something. Yes. You know how you are. Nobody can stop you. You know, I um, think about when, you know, back in the day when you were getting ready to go on a field trip that you really wanted to go on to the amusement park or something like that. Um, yes. On the East Coast, it was King's Dominion. Out here, what is it, Cedar Point? I think it's Cedar Point. Mm -hmm. um, you would be there at the place at 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. Yes, you made sure that the, the permission slips and everything was filled yes. out in time. Yes, you time. have your spending money. If you needed a bathing suit, you got that on underneath your clothes. You know, whatever. You have everything. You could not even have a car, but you will find a way to have yourself there at, yes. in, the, in the dark, 4 a.m. to go to an amusement <laughs> park. You know, but you were supposed to be at this job interview or this job fair or this networking event at 7 a.m. And you're like, that's too early. Uh-uh, I can't, I can't do that. Or you, or I, or this person just kept me up too late, you know, that type of thing. And so we have to definitely first recognize when where we're at fault and when we're the self-saboteur and we're the ones that are harming ourselves. And then after that, I believe then you can take measures to get yourself on track. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I can say personally for me, especially like um in the in the place of leadership that I am now, I'm versus me being in leadership before, mm -hmm. I can see now those moments where it was like, okay. I want to do it. I'm excited about it. I do have zeal. I do have, you know, all of the things that are necessary mm -hmm. in order to succeed in that leadership position. But then I would have all of those moments of self-doubt and self-ridicule because of all of the other things that I went through. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Not feeling confident of 
you you don't you can't what are you how are you gonna teach what are you gonna say you a kid you you can't mm. teach you can't um because I had been constantly told, you know, stay in a child's place. Stop trying to right. to butt right. into conversations that you don't have no business butting into mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. different things like that. And we don't necessarily pay attention to how those comments that were spoken to us yeah. affect us as we get older. And when we do have to step into a role of leadership and we do have to um, branch out grow up if you will you know like um, you have adults that grow up sometimes i can't grow up because you have constantly told me (laughs) and now i don't know the correct moment to to grow up i don't know i'm still stuck thinking that i need to stay in the kids place yeah Yeah. (laughs) so now that i'm in this place where i can't be the kid i have to be the the mature individual and I'm scared because mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to do so good for so long, and then somebody's going to come and tell me, "Okay, you need to cut it out. Go sit down somewhere." Because what you thought you were doing, um, <laughs> or or I just kind of just drop the ball because it's like everybody's kind of telling me that I'm doing okay, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm like or there's oh you're doing a great job but when you don't feel it on when you don't see it or don't feel it and it's kind of like okay i guess um but i I, think you have to be clear about what are your expectations what do you hope to get out of whatever you're doing if you're leading a class or teaching a class it what are your objectives what what is success to you because a lot of times i think we don't define what we think success looks like. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's just something that's abstract. It's something that's without form. And then you don't know when you've actually reached success. And, and so that, 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 no, that was good. I have to I have to agree because um I think doing Sunday school years ago, right, versus doing Sunday school now, when I did Sunday school years ago, it was just like okay. My pastor told me to do something. Let me go ahead and do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I know I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow because I'm doing a Sunday school. But right. Right. do I really actually think that I'm teaching something that's worth knowing to somebody else mm-hmm. versus now I'm taking the time and I'm studying. I'm excited about what I'm reading because it's, I'm going to pray that you get something out of the lesson, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's more so about that relationship with between me and God now. I'm mm-hmm. more focused on am I pleasing God versus right. am I pleasing a person? Mm-hmm. And that's also another hindrance that I've realized mm-hmm. that comes into play when it comes to self-saboteur behavior because you're not doing it for the correct reasons. And right. if yeah. you are doing it for the correct reasons, then you start getting confused and and you get caught up in the praise of, mm-hmm. of who your leadership is, who's over yeah. you. You start getting caught up mm-hmm. in. And when you get caught up in that, you did a good job. Yeah. It, it takes you right back to that place of being a kid again. And yeah. so you have to be careful and like, okay, thank you. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Because God, you know, and then you just keep right. on going. Thank you, Jesus. I, you know, thank you that they acknowledged that I did a good job. Now, God, mm-hmm. how can I go farther? How can I, how can I, you know, reach a higher height in you, not just necessarily yeah. in me? Because yeah. I think that's another issue when it comes to self-saboteur behavior is humility is, is, a, is, I don't want to say that is completely not there, but you between humility and following your ego is 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 it becomes like a fine line Mm -hmm. and then you you kind of perverse the two because it's like 
oh you uh, i'm i'm just being humble but you're really not you're actually being really egotistical but you're also sabotaging yourself and it's 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 this really interesting process that i've kind of mm -hmm. like just started kind of observing i guess and not necessarily things that i've seen within myself but also kind of things that i've even observed and watching other individuals because you have self-saboteur behavior of comparing yourself to others yeah and yeah. in leadership and i've i've never also dealt with that i'm and like everyone that's watching you know that i am never going to give you the testimony of somebody else i'm going to directly relate to you in what i'm talking about specifically i've dealt with having to to fight off the the that insecurity that says that i have to compare myself to yeah. who, who else sings praise and worship or i have to compare right. myself to to whoever um else does a praise dance or or whatever it is um even in some and recently i think what um holy spirit bring it back to my remembrance but even in the the last couple of years when we started back doing um thank you when we started best when we started doing the virtual sunday school um mm -hmm. and i would watch you do the sunday school and i would watch sister williams do the sunday school and i would at the time watch um deaconess do the sunday school and i felt like everybody else does such a, a awesome and amazing job and it's like i kind of was like i don't feel like i can bring that specifically to the table mm -hmm. and when you do I've, I've recently realized that it's not about bringing what somebody else brings to the table no. you bring <laughs> what god gives you specifically you bring that to the table you right. give what you can naturally and god increases on your natural and he puts the super to it you know mm -hmm. for the you do you know the spooky and deep and all the mysterious the grand mysterious wonders you put your your natural and you let god put his super on your natural and he takes you to a higher level so i wanted to touch specifically on comparison and um we kind of did talk about that and how it's very dangerous comparing yourself to other people in ministry and life period yeah. because it causes you to feel like you can't accomplish what they can accomplish yeah like if god calls you to leadership then you trust god to give you what you need for people for his people because they're not your people right they're your brothers and sisters in christ yes but they're not your people you <laughs> and then be careful of of getting so high and mighty be careful of of what and how you do it because yeah. then you have the accountability for everything that you've taught them if you haven't studied and you just went and just said the first thing that came to your mouth because it sounded good in your head <laughs> <laughs> you have so many different things to um to be accountable for and you have to be very very careful i'm sorry i'm looking at at sister williams handing me her phone so i can see the comments because they're That's not they're not popping up on here. I thought they would. Um, um, Sister Fomar, she said, unfortunately, sometimes in the church, success looks like who the leaders hold to highest thing. And unfortunately, that is true. I've I've kind of I've kind of seen that happen where um everybody in the church that's been there for a for a a nice amount of time mm -hmm. they all look and walk a certain kind of way and then when you're as a newcomer you come in and you want to you want to get to that place because that seemed like all of the grandeur and all of <laughs> and mm -hmm. all of the love is in right. this particular right. area and you're not realizing again that you're kind of holding yourself back you're hindering yourself because you're striving to something that you're not supposed to strive to right and yeah um i i think that i mean in a lot of churches especially coming up you will see that there were cliques and stuff like that 
um, you will see that the leadership path they go to people. But if you if you stand on the word of God, that promotion comes from Him. Then mm. that doesn't bother you. That doesn't hinder you. And so if he if somebody else gets the position or the role or the assignment that you want, God allowed that to happen. God allowed that to happen. And so it is not the time for you. It you may have some things that are about to happen in your personal life that you would not have been able to fully do that assignment in the first place. And right. so and even even when you feel like oh they're just choosing their favorites at the end of the day god allowed them to about that yeah and so they cannot override god and so it's like you just go on about your business maybe that saved you some time maybe that saves you some money you know maybe that saves you some heartache focus on whatever he said to your hand you know and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, some things bother people more than others. And that has, that's never bothered me more than two seconds because I just know it, it, because I just know that when God has something that he wants me to do and when it's in his timing, then I'm going to do it. There's been plenty yeah. of times yeah. that people have tried to pushed me out of positions and stuff like that. And God was like, no, I have her here because I want her here. And so I stayed during that season, you know? So um, I, I I just, I would not worry about that. I know that it can hurt sometimes because you feel like, hey, put me in the game. Like put me, I can do this. I can do that. It's, it's really all in his time because when he put you in, don't be acting like you're tired. Don't be oh, acting you like be ready. you exhausted. Don't be acting like you just want a break. When you when you when you were just asking a few years ago, you know, to do it. So no, nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, we can't compare ourselves to others because you never know the complete picture. You never know the complete picture. And so comparing yourself to somebody, oh, I'm 25 and she's 25 and she doing X, Y, and Z. I should be doing X, Y, and Z. You don't know her upbringing or you don't know what she's gone through. You don't know the complete story. And now you're and now you're looking at her saying you should be where she is. And you don't know where she's going to be in six months and where you're going to be in six months. That's, that, that's very true. Very true. Okay. Okay. So Sister Fomar said that she was saying, so true, Lady Hodge. I was basing my remark according to what Sister Perry was saying about being taught to stay in your place and you're new to things and have low self-esteem. So I can see that. And, and self-esteem, um, when I was doing some research on self-sabotage, self-esteem is a key component of, of self-sabotage um, <laughs> because all of that stems from insecurities right all of that stems from insecurities in yourself about you not feeling good enough why wasn't i chosen why was i overlooked you know um and so i i can definitely understand that because if you you know think about how mother edwards always say you know god told you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to but not to think high you know he mm -hmm. didn't tell you to think low of yourself you know and so we we need to make sure that we don't do that comparison trap don't fall into that comparison trap it's very easy to fall into it's it very, is when you look at somebody around your age and they look like they just doing it they you know millionaires and they you know went viral and you know they just look like they they traveling they just living the life and you over here trying to live paycheck to paycheck and make ends meet and you're just like what's wait i messed up <laughs> I'm messed up somewhere, but let that let that make you work harder. Don't okay. don't let that make you stop working. Let this be positive. It's positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. Let that be positive reinforcement. When you see somebody teaching Sunday school with the example that you gave, and they're doing a phenomenal job, that should just 
That shouldn't stress you. It shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. But whatever God has given you, whatever way he gives it to you, it should make you want to go harder with it. Yes. It should make you want to go above and beyond with it. Instead of just studying the lesson and regurgitating just what's in the book, it should make you pick up a different book. Do some mm -hmm. more research. You know, maybe PowerPoint slides are not your thing. So maybe you're dropping a short video into your lesson. You know, it should make you want to go even further because they don't have nothing on you. <laughs> so it should make you want to go harder. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, because that because that's me nowadays. I'm like, okay, you know what? My first lady happens to be magnificent in doing PowerPoint presentations. So much so that my Puritans happen to be excellent at doing PowerPoint presentations. I happen to do very good at taking the scriptures, taking taking what God had said through um and the interpretation of man through the scriptures. And you know, I kind of tend to take my pastor's approach, kind of, you know, go in between the lines and and we hop in some typology type of <laughs> type of um stance on it. And so now I can say that now I'm I'm way more confident now in doing my Sunday school than when I was when I was then. And so I was like, um one of those like yes thank you jesus small wins we thank god for small victories we know we do yes. not count out the small victories no, and i believe that that's one yeah. of the major um ways that you overcome self-saboteur behavior is mm -hmm. by celebrating your small victories don't mm -hmm. feel like you have to get this main major like super huge accomplishment before you celebrate Celebrate the small things. Oh. I didn't think negative about myself today. Yes. I didn't like, actually think about that. Praise God that you had a day where you did not think negatively about yourself. You thought literally only positive things. You did not allow yourself. You didn't allow others' environment. You didn't allow the enemy to come in and feed you whispers of doubt and, and insecurities mm -hmm. about yourself. Because you have self insecurities and then you have insecurities of others. And either way it goes, both of those insecurities, they team up together and that's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I know it wasn't fun for me. So I know it ain't fun for you. So one of the scriptures that I have about um, talking specifically on comparison, one of the scriptures we're going to talk about really briefly is Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Do, and that's also the scripture that you talked about. And I actually brought this scripture up on one of my previous um episodes as well because I have to refer back to Mother Edwards. Mother Edwards give you nuggets. If you in the church of God yes. and you in Michigan Southwest number one you know exactly who we're talking yes. about. She drops jewels and nuggets all the time. Yes. And you want to be there so that you can get every one of them. And so Romans chapter 12, verse 3, which is one the scripture that I was just mentioned, is do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment as God has given each of you a measure of faith. Meaning, don't allow what you don't see to complicate how you see yourself. Mm. That's the simplest way that I can say that. Don't allow what you cannot see to complicate how. Don't don't allow it to complicate it. I I'm gonna let, I can't even remember what I just said. That's crazy, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but don't do it. Don't do mm. it. Allow God to build you up and to to shape you. Because he's going to perfect everything that concerns you. Yeah. You don't have to worry about perfecting it yourself. Perfectionism is a pattern of self-saboteur behavior. It, perfectionism, perfectionism is, it is. It is mm. a pattern because you feel like you have to get everything right. And when you don't get everything right, you feel like a failure. And when you feel like a failure, that causes you to not want to grow and to move into progress. Mm. 
I'm a witness. <laughs> I'm a witness. When someone gives you charge over a position that you're not ready for, it is okay to say no. I've not, I've mm-hmm. I had to learn that from years ago, years ago. And then I felt guilty about it because I not only did I not continue in the position, but I completely like stepped away from that particular church. Like I was this too. Not only was that too much, but there was some drama going on as well. And I just was like, you know what? This is just completely too much. So I I ended up finding um finding me a whole different church to go to because I could not take it at all. And I'm not saying do not follow in my footsteps. You don't have Mm -hmm. to. You can actually go to whoever your leadership is that gave you that position and talk to them about it. Tell them your doubts, tell them your fears, especially if they're trustworthy individuals and know that God will give them what to say, how to say it, and he will give you what to say and how to say it so that there can be some agreeance and some understanding on both levels. Because when Mm -hmm. you leave the ministry just hanging like that, that does more harm than it does good. So now you have something else accountable on your hands that you have to give an account for one day. And then God is going to do one thing. He's going to bring that same position back around (laughs) later on down the line and you can only hope that you're ready the second time around and you hope that you've done what God has called you to do so that you'll be ready because when you compare yourself to other people and you allow insecurities and all of that stuff to happen that that plays a part in that that plays a big part in that and I do not was not expecting that conversation to go that way. Um, so <laughs> not say God has been blowing my mind all night, like from prayer earlier to now, God has been blowing my mind. I'm just sitting here just re- just reveling in mm-hmm. the presence of God right now. So we talked about briefly the dangers of comparison, comparing yourself to others, and the scripture that see they they want me to touch in like my notes is saying Romans twelve and three um twelve and three all over the place. Hold on, <laughs> found one of my <laughs> so okay Galatians chapter five verse twenty six. Let us mm-hmm. not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Mm-hmm. So God specifically already had words in place for us. All we have to do is actually seek out the word. Seek it out. And not specifically from people. But actually take time, open your word, and seek out what God is saying to you through his word. Right. Because as my first lady says, my pastor, there are 66 books. Okay, there are thousands of words. Right in the books. You don't have to. (laughs) And, and that's no downplay to anybody that has a prophetic calling. Please understand that is no, in no way, shape, form, or fashion downplaying any of that. But however, before you go and seek a person, you should always seek God himself for what he's saying to you. Okay. So first lady, um, let's see. So how else, like in your, because y'all had, um, no, I want to say it that way. You've had experience in, in, in being able to see different things and to observe different things. So what are other ways? So we, okay, we know prayer, right? Of course, prayer is, the I would say, number one, okay, on, mm-hmm. the, on the list of, of how we overcome self-saboteur behavior. Prayer is number mm-hmm. one. And I say that in tandem with faith being number two. And right. I just kind of merged them together as number one right. in the same right. because you can't pray without having faith. I mean, you can. As I tell people on my podcast, you can. Okay, you start somewhere, right? You feel the mm-hmm. nudge, you feel that nudge, you feel that that 
urging of the Holy Spirit, right? Of God calling you, mm -hmm. telling you, you come on, right? Gentlemanly, mm -hmm. like, because as you know, he is a gentleman. He ain't going to bust you up right. in the head and tell you, you better right. come on, okay? <laughs> if you feel that, that is not the Lord. Do not be no. mad. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm very serious. That is mm -hmm. not God, okay? He is not busting nobody over the head. Mm -hmm. Um, telling them, come on, okay? He leaves the 99 and he goes after the one. That's because of love. But in, and love is what calls you and pulls you and tells you to come. So faith and prayer, that is number one together, okay? Mm -hmm. I've heard this saying that said, do it even when you're afraid, right? Even when you don't understand, you still do it. Mm -hmm. And I agree to a certain extent. Right. I, I I do agree to a certain extent because when you know better, then you do better. Mm -hmm. If you don't know better and you just and you feel like God is calling you, okay, then fine. But seek Him. Mm -hmm. That I'm gonna go back to that whole there are 66 books and his voice is right through each and every one of those 66 books, and he's not gonna tell you anything that goes outside of who he is. Mm -hmm. So when it starts sounding crazy to flee from the <laughs> evil, and that's not it. So Outside of number one, the two in one, number one, <laughs> what, <laughs> what other um, ways would you suggest as a first lady, as somebody who has kind of um, been able to see and, and witness and observe certain things? Like to overcome being a self saboteur? Yes, ma'am. And specifically, when it comes to, um, like in the church as not necessarily just specifically as leaders in the church, because we know that everyone isn't a leader in the church. Some people may just be like a lay person and they still need to have encouragement on how they can still overcome self-saboteur behavior as being a part of a church. Well, first, I think you need to be able to recognize what are your, um, self-saboteur behaviors what are the behaviors that you have because some behaviors are very specific like procrastination self-medication um with drugs or alcohol even in the church um comfort eating that may be your your behavior where you're self-sabotaging yourself some type of self-injury such as cutting mm -hmm. um that's another behavior so first you need to be able to recognize your behavior and depending on what that behavior is and the extent of that behavior it may even be instantly going to seek professional therapy mm -hmm. okay because if you are cutting yourself um to me that's an instant go to seek professional help yes um you know like you said you already said prayer you already said that. You already said faith in God. You already said that. But um, to seek professional help. However, if it's like procrastination or something like that, I think charting what you're doing. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's as simple as making a checklist of what you need to do, keeping a calendar. Some people can keep little cute calendars. Some people need the big desk calendar so they can see everything for the month. You know, it's it's whatever works for you. Some people it's on your phone, on your electronic mm -hmm. device, wherever you're looking all the time so that you won't procrastinate. You may need, if your behavior is procrastination, then you may need to have some small, you know, incentives in there for you. If I do X, Y, and Z by this date, you know, then I'll go, I'll take myself to my favorite restaurant or I'll go buy my favorite dessert or something like that. You may need to have that or I'll go buy this pair of earrings or something. 
you know, it may need to be like that. Or I'll sleep an extra hour. I'll give myself permission to sleep an extra hour on this date. Um, so you, so you may need to put in place. These are the deadline days. These are the dates I give myself because I'm important enough to myself. I'm not just working on everybody else's schedule. I'm important enough to myself to set these goals in place for myself. Oh yes. And these are the deadline dates for that I set that I'm important enough to myself to reach. Because for some of us, if somebody else gave us the date, we will break our net and do everything that we can to have mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z done. But when it comes to ourselves, we don't take ourselves as important. And so it may be something like, okay, if I get this done by this day, like you said, celebrate the small wins, then mm -hmm. I can do this. I can watch my favorite show, read whatever motivates you. Yeah. You know? um, and so I think that's one way to help. It's that even in the church with deadlines and things you want to do. And um, there may be some ministries that you or some ideas that you've been meaning to mention, but you haven't gotten around to it yet. Because all you got to do is write two pages on it and you haven't done that yet. You know, mm -hmm. you had to write a summary on it to give to your leadership and you haven't done that yet. Um, and so maybe it's praying more, you know, whatever it is. I think that you can, you should set some goals in place, write it down, write the vision, right? Write it down, write it down, make some deadline dates, give yourself, um, uh, different reminders on what to do and don't write down too many things yes. because you write down too many things you're definitely going to do the easiest things first and most likely the easiest things are not the most important things and so you have some checks check marks you've checked some things off you've done some things but you didn't do the most important thing and so mm -hmm. that's another way that i think we sabotage ourselves and so we have to be mindful of that. And then inside the church, I don't need people putting themselves down. Don't put yourself down. Yes. Do that. That's the way you self-sabotage yourself. Somebody say you did a great job. And instead of you saying, thank you, you're going to point out, oh, but I missed this right here. But I just got, I just pressed through. I got it done. I pressed my way. I got it done. <laughs> right. And you're like, and just say, thank you. Praise God. I, God blessed me. Thank you so much. Right. It's okay. Everybody it's okay. don't need to know. We didn't know that you were supposed to twirl to the left when you did the, <laughs> the first two dance. Right. You twirl to the right. We, we, don't, we don't know the dance. We didn't know that. <laughs> you know? And, and, and so we have to be careful about that as well. The comparison yes. trap is the thing that'll get you, though. The comparison yes. trap is the thing that'll get you. Looking at people more than you look at God, that thing will get you mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. You know, because, like I said, be let that, if somebody's doing well, let that motivate you. Learn yes. from them. Maybe there's something you can learn from them. Let that motivate you to do better, but don't let that make you not want to do anything at all. Yes. Don't let that make you want to just give up. That that doesn't serve you. That doesn't serve you. It, and it doesn't. Yeah. And can and can I add that that one that one you just said that applies even in business. Mm -hmm. If there are any business people that are listening watching that is so very important that comparison demon just because somebody else may possibly do or offer the same product that you offer does not mean that you still cannot offer that product because they're no. not doing it with the same heart with the same love intent quality whatever it's there's it's different and then we understand how god operated in and what we would consider the Old Testament times, there were multiple people that did the same thing. I they watched this video. Similar, I mean, I similar videos. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I watched this video some years ago, and it said, go down the bread aisle. How many different types of bread is there? Mm -hmm. 
nobody who got ready sarah lee didn't say oh there's already a bread company out there so i'm not gonna make my bread you know that that didn't happen there's all types mm -hmm. of wheat bread several different brands of 100 percent whole wheat bread several right. different brands of white bread seven different brands of honey wheat seven different brands of italian bread that company didn't say oh the italian bread already exists I'm, i can't do that they they didn't say that right you know because you may offer bread at a price point that they don't offer bread at a price point at i may not be able to afford their bread i may not mm -hmm. like the way it tastes theirs might have soy and i don't want bread with soy in it you know different types of things you know but that didn't deter any of those brands from saying i'm not going to make bread right it didn't stop them and so we have to be the same way the henry ford is not the only was not the only person that came out with the cars no exactly you know and so we have to be the same way what god has given us all something unique all mm -hmm. something unique and when you grow in christ you learn that your way is not necessarily the only way yes and i think about that when i think about sunday school our approaches are drastically different when we teach sunday school <laughs> drastically different however there's an audience for me there's an audience for you there's an audience for sister williams sometimes the audience overlaps sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. sometimes they watch they'll all come back into play three months later when it's your turn again i mean it's it's because people have different learning styles mm -hmm. yes you know and so it's like for me my way the way that god has given me to do it works for me it keeps me organized i don't like tangents and getting off point i don't i'm not into that stay focused you know it keeps me in an outline and it keeps me timely because i had to do that when i was doing my academic studies and so um it keeps me like that but to everybody else they just want you to talk and and i'm not going to be that one so you know it's going to be somebody else who who can do that you know but we don't need to compare ourselves to others but would it, but you don't need to be slack and lazy either you right. know do the best however god has given you to it if you think you're done you're go one step further yes if you think you got it go one more step further go above and beyond you know and and i think that will help you not sabotage yourself um but it depends really specifically on how you're sabotaging yourself and what actions you're going to take yes Okay, that brings me on the scriptures that I had um, specifically on God's promises for your unique calling and potential. So Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not, har not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do, each and every one of yeah. us specifically. And then, of course, one of my favorite scriptures, the 139th number of Psalm, verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Yes. So when you start understanding that it is has no bearing on anybody else what anybody else can do or what god has called anybody else to do but what he has called you to do when you focus on that and focus on the fact that you are fearfully and wonderfully made when you focus on what god has placed on the inside of you that you are worthy that you because he says that you're worthy you're not worthy because of anything that you've done specifically but because he says that you're right worthy. right when you understand and focus on the fact that you are loved that you are precious in his sight yes 
See, these are all those positive reinforcements, those positive thoughts, and what mm -hmm. can also be known in the world of psychology as empowering thoughts. Mm -hmm. These, those are what they are. The, that, that also goes as this is what God says about you. This is mm -hmm. who God says that you are. And his word can return unto him void. So it means that what he said about you is from the moment he said it until. So there's mm -hmm. no ending point. It can, it's infinite. The time mm -hmm. in which that, ex that exists is infinite because that's what he said about you specifically. And it took me a minute. It took me a minute to learn that. So that's why I'm, I guess I'm so passionate about it is because I don't want anybody to have to worry about taking this long to understand that for themselves as it took me. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to help you learn and understand what God said about you and that you understand it and you hold it dear to yourself and you don't let nobody come and snatch it away from you. Because that's that's where the, the issue come in at is when you allow people to start pulling and picking and tweaking what God said about you. But what God says about you can't be tweaked. Nope. It, it can't be twisted. It can't be murked because his word is perfect. Yes. It's his, his, his word really is perfect. And then the other scripture that if I believe you with one, it's two actually. Joshua chapter one, verse nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Yes. Do yes. not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For mm -hmm. the Lord your God is with you wherever you wherever you go, wherever whithersoever you shall go. It doesn't matter the ver the um the translation or the type of Bible that you're reading, it all equates to the same thing. Yes. He said that I will, I am with you mm -hmm. wherever you go. So be strong and of good courage. Yes. And courageous. Mm -hmm. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to worry about nobody else's hand. It gets sweaty and it slipped. And it <laughs> we have to worry about that because we get to be upheld by God's righteous hand. He don't, he don't sleep nor slumber. We don't have to worry about his hands getting clammy and sweaty and none of that icky stuff. We don't have to worry about that because he's secure. And we mm -hmm. can be secure in him. Yes. So, anything that you want to add in conclusion? I'm getting, you know, winding on the time a little bit. I want to. Amen. Amen. Um, I think that it's a it's an important topic. I think self sabotage is an important topic. Sometimes I think we do it without recognizing it, but it does have negative effects, and mm -hmm. you don't want to be praying for something. And you're the one that's holding it up. Oh, you, you don't you don't want that. Whew. And so you really have to recognize and allow God to show you you. And then say, Lord, OK, well, how do I fix that behavior? How do I get out of that? Mm -hmm. How do I um, cast that aside? How do I get rid of that? Because I don't want to. Uh, stunt my growth. I don't want to block my blessings. I don't want to hold up my blessings. Remember, God gives us a permissive will. We, yes. we have free will. And so you're wondering why you're in the same for example, someone may be wondering why am I in the same financial situation, but you decided not to do anything that he told you to do. Mm -hmm. Or when you're messed up, you stayed messed up instead of saying, okay, the Lord has forgiven me. I'm going to move forward. One time I told somebody in my family, I said, just because you fell in the mud, don't wallow in it. 
I said, you don't have to stay in the, in the mud. You literally can get up and move forward. And it's easier said than done, yes. But make that small effort every day, every time yes. to move forward, to make progress. And do like you said, celebrate the small wins. And I don't think we do that enough. Mm -hmm. I think as soon as we get something else accomplished, we're looking at uh, looking forward to something else. And we didn't spend any time right. being and thankful, thankful and, and, and being happy that we did whatever we did, accomplish whatever we accomplished. Yes. Some people act total opposite. They stay in that one thing they did 37 years ago. And it's like, no, you can do something else. You can do more. You still mm -hmm. have a heartbeat for a reason. Yes. You know, but, but don't wallow in it you know and just god ask god to show you you and that's a scary prayer it is <laughs> that's, a scary prayer. that's a scary prayer but when you're not in denial about it then you can move forward mm -hmm. you do have to be very very careful of denial you do because god can show you something and you're like mm, that ain't me and he can have somebody else turn right back around and speak on it. Mm, I don't know who yeah. they're talking about. God, they better get it together. Now you judgmental. <laughs> um, and, and in denial. Mm -hmm. mm, that ain't me. And God come yeah. right back around. Another not See, now it's bad because he done brought another person and gave you a dream about it. And you still. Right. <laughs> Okay, so look, listen, it's okay. It's okay to, God's not gonna lie to you. No. If he showed you yourself, that's you. I've I've had that, that show me me in the mirror moment and I did not like what I saw. Yeah. So because I didn't like what I saw, I asked God to help me make strides so that I can look like how he showed me I look. Not yes. the me in the mirror, but the, the one that he, the image he has of me. Because yes. they're two different images. And and don't, don't be confused. Right. Don't be confused. And the what we see in the mirror is not at all always what God sees when he looks at us. He sees us beautiful yeah. and, and wonderful and righteous because he made us righteous and i'm gonna continue saying all of these wonderful things because it's true and mm -hmm. somebody needs to understand that so do if you dare right because that's what that is that's a dare if you dare to pray that prayer and ask god to show you you one be prepared be prepared i i would even suggest praying that prayer and asking God to help you to accept what you see, even mm. if you don't like it. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you just might not like it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you probably might hate it, actually. But that's the thing. What he shows you in that mirror is you wrapped in sin. Mm -hmm. Dressed in it, drenched in it. And he trying to get mm -hmm. you out of that image. And sometimes we don't want to let it go. The self-doubt, the self-loathing, mm -hmm. that's considered sin because it separates us from him. And there are some traits that you have that he has made. It has intertwined into you on purpose and you're trying to change it. Oh, yeah, definitely that part. Definitely. And, and you're trying to change it. And he's like, if you could just ever rest in me. Mm -hmm. If you could just ever rest in me, I made you the way I made you for a reason. If you could just ever rest in me. You know, Priscilla Shira talks about all the time how she used to get in trouble in school for talking too much. Mm -hmm. And before and, and her parents, because they're saved, they said maybe she they look towards her future. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's going to be a great communicator. And now Priscilla Shira has preached all over the world, been in movies and everything, written yeah. several books. So her parents did not kill yes. that in her. They helped her to fine tune it and there's a time and a place. 
but they did not kill it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we're comparing ourselves to others, Ooh. there's certain things we want to we want to kill in ourselves that God is saying, no, that's how I made you. And I want you, I want to use it for my purpose and my glory. Yes. And that. we have to make sure that we're, we don't want to do that. So some, some of that self-reflection may even be, this is how I made you on purpose. Mm -hmm. This is how I want you to be on purpose. Don't let nobody, just because that person may not be detailed oriented and you're detail oriented, don't think you got to be like them to be successful. Right. I made you that way on purpose. And I think once it's about acceptance. Mm -hmm. It's about acceptance. Changing what he wants you to change, yielding your will to his, but also accepting who he has uniquely made you to be. Yes. Amen. I, I yeah. love that. I think I want to end it right there. That's perfect. I don't even yeah. see. <laughs> That's perfect. I don't even want to touch anything too much after too much farther than that but i do want i do have a list of resources that i will be uploading to my um podcast page once again my podcast is called queen you were built for this it is um a podcast once again for christian women to encourage to uplift and edify the body of christ at large towards women Men are encouraged. Look, if you get something out of it as well, by all means, listen. Yeah. Amen. I'm, I'm not hindering anybody from accepting right. what God has for them. So mm -hmm. um, I will be getting these resources uploaded as books, websites, different resources that you can use that can help you in your walk. Okay. This is a safe place. It is online, so people can see this, people will hear this, but it's a safe place for me. You will never have to worry about anything that you say being said out of my mouth to anybody else. I don't work like that. Mm -hmm. I love you mm -hmm. all, and please, 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 please remember, queens, that you were built for this. I love you all. Have a yeah. great day.